This is Mona Lisa Baseball. There was an article in the New York Times during the playoffs titled, Baseball Lost Its Poetry. Oh. A lot of people read that. That's not an isolated opinion. You take a big game and you take the ninth inning. And if there's any sort of shenanigans, that should be the longest inning. There's going to be pitching changes. You're going to step off the rubber. Yeah. Try to keep the base runners close. And all that stuff, that natural poetry that was built in, definitely getting handcuffed. And the idea that all innings or all pitches and all pitchers should go at the same rhythm is a little scary when you start to talk about it that way instead of just, I like baseball more and it's quicker. Hmm. That's part of the story. It is not the whole story. And I think the longer that we have clocks, the more that's going to become obvious or maybe not obvious. Maybe it's that death by a thousand cuts where it's just, you can't put your finger on, but it just doesn't feel as good. I don't know if it's going to ever be obvious, especially when baseball gets so celebrated and lauded for finally doing the right thing and making it quicker. It's already a foregone conclusion in everyone's mind. I don't know if people are really going to be able to look back and go, oh, maybe it had more intrigue then. I think that's what brings A4's opinion of blow it up or play baseball. No in between. I don't know if you can start repealing things back to the point of you're finally getting back to the real game or if it's just scrap all of it, we're going back to the 2000 rules. Done. We need a new league. There's no... There's no I, I kind of think that's it. We're way past the point of no return for MLB. That happened in the 70s. <laughs> there's no going back. You got to restart baseball with a new league, which will take an act of Congress. God, did it actually start in the 70s? You can make a hell of an argument for that. Can you imagine going back, being a sports writer? There's guys who did this. There's guys, and these are the prophets of our show. We should actually, uh, I'm going to erect a shrine. Oh, this is interesting. I can't wait to go back and read those guys. Right, yeah. because like this guy was a prophet. He's like, this will lead to the end of modern civilization. And he, of course, he was being facetious, yeah, but he right. was talking about it leading to the yeah. end of baseball, and he was completely correct, 100%. Yeah. And I bet everyone laughed at him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There was an interview in the 90s. It was hilarious. And baseball was so on the rise. Yeah, baseball cards were still... Everyone was going to make a millionaire by collecting baseball cards. All that stuff. Yep. Oh, my goodness. Profit. How many American products are born out of a kitchen? They become popular. You scale up. You make sacrifices to the quality to increase production. Well, very few products actually survive that life cycle. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're surrounded by products. This is America. Yeah. We're surrounded by successful products, but think about how many unsuccessful products there have been. Yeah. Because they weren't able to maintain the things that made the product unique. Mm-hmm. Uh, we can't use whole oats in here anymore. It gums up the machine. We want to run this machine at 50 <laughs> miles an hour and we can make more fig newtons that way. We got to take the oats out. Well, fewer people were buying them, uh-huh. but it's okay because we made up for it in reduced production costs yeah yeah well you keep thinking that way you keep changing the formula you lose your original audience and maybe you find a new one but and maybe you become a successful product but this is how products die by sacrificing quality it happens every day in america and right now mlb is like we don't care about the qualities that made us unique 
we want a product that we can get to the market in the most profitable way possible. Now that owners are now going to be Amazon and businessmen, you know, Mark Cuban kind of got that started. It's like he loved basketball, but it was more a business thing. All the business people have to do is keep it profitable enough so that when they sell, they make their profit. What do you think the Dodgers are doing with this deferred deal? Yeah. Oh, let's win for 10 years and then sell the team and let someone else deal with this debt. Come on, man. Yeah. They have three guys with deferred deals like this. A lot of people say they're breaking baseball. I think they might be. Okay. But I'm also like a little bit impressed. Oh, they found the loophole. This is another thing we should have seen coming. This deferred payment thing. Like, yeah, obviously they're going to take it to 11. Whoa. And they did. So I'm assuming the other one's Mookie and then maybe one more. I don't even, he's a Dodger, some Dodger. Yeah. They got three guys to do huge deferments. Okay. I want to go back to this. You were like, well, you know, baseball could go down 6%, 6%. That could happen. We're going to be here to document it on the show. But let me tell you this. The league can lose money. The Royals can lose money. The A's can dwindle away. The Giants can lose money, but the Dodgers can still increase profits. Mm-hmm. Because if they can jumpstart a new dynasty and they're in a good position to do that, yeah, that's going to translate to a lot of money in one of the biggest markets, right? Mm-hmm. I've said this before. The league wants the Yankees versus the Dodgers every year in the series every single year yeah. because that would bring in the most money and sell the most hats. Mm-hmm. Don't forget it. It's not about preserving the sport. It's not about respecting the athletes. It's about bringing a product to market for the most profit possible. So then the only chance of a league being pure art form like, can you have a With baseball? You got to go to Congress. You got to talk to you got to go to Congress. Right. You got Rob. Rob's now going to. That's the main thing. Now, Rob. Yeah. He's going to send a hitman for you. Yeah. <laughs> you, you don't want that. <laughs> I don't want another lawyer on my back. I don't need that. There's a lot of people out there who see what's happening and they don't want a piece of it. I don't have a crystal ball. I can't see it with them in terms of how baseball reacts. To the Shohei deal? Yeah. Well, just the idea of now that they have three people deferred and the Shohei deal kind of put the deferment in everyone's mind of, oh, no, wait, maybe this isn't the best thing for us. Remember when you asked me, what does baseball look like in 100 years? And I had said, I don't think people are going to be playing it. I had never thought about where is baseball in 20 years. All I could really come up with before that was it's not good and it's going to get worse. The longer you play, the worse it's going to get. But to have a 20-year shelf life and think, is there a guarantee that baseball is popular at all in 20 years? And I thought, well, we're about to see robo-umps. I talked to a pro golfer who just played a very historic golf course that changed the type of grass on their putting greens. There was thought, and I've played the golf course, there was thought that they're not as good of a putting surface to putt on. And if they had this other type of grass, it could be more consistent and you could play better golf. And so they were able to pass it through their board and they said, you know, these other courses are doing it. We're going to do the same thing. And so they did uh, half of their golf course. 
And then they're going to do the other half pretty soon. But they just reopened it mm. to the public, the front nine. Mm -hmm. So you could sort of consume these new putting greens. <laughs> the guy that played it, he said, uh, well, it's not worse. But here's the thing that I really don't like about it. He goes, the surfaces are easier to put on. So now you have nothing to blame. <laughs> now you're just stuck with you and your own golf game. Yeah. And my mind absolutely leapt towards well, you're playing a video game now the umpires and you go what does that feel like to a fan that can't say shit now mm -hmm. no no they got the right call shut up and sit down yep that's more fun and he goes yeah i'm not gonna have more fun playing this golf course it might be in better putting condition but it's not more fun because the idea of golf is to find it hit it and get it in the hole hmm. and what it takes to get there if you make it in the hole and the golf ball wasn't rolling perfectly but it still goes in that feels good <laughs> that feels really good doesn't have to be a marble perfect surface yeah but uh the parallel on that really slapped me in the face where oh man it's all linked man all this stuff's linked Boy, I cannot wait. Oh, man. Okay, I guess I'm on Team Blow It Up now that I'm saying this. Yeah, but you're on, yeah you've gone full blown. I cannot wait. We were all there. For people to have to react to this new sport with uh, RoboOMS. Yeah, they're coming. Wake up and smell the coffee. Bro, we're going to get the new rule book. Yeah, when does that come out? I'll get back to you on that. I don't know exactly when it comes out. When it comes out, we're going to talk about it. Dude, I'm at the point where I don't trust what anyone else says. I just, I'm like, when do they publish the new rule? I'm going to read it. I'm going to diff it against the old one and see what they change. Like, and we're going to, yeah. A9 and A10 are going to eat crow because it's going to be 27 fucking new rules, dude. I guarantee you. I know. And I haven't heard a thing. Because nobody cares anymore. They did the yeah. baseball's back. The psh, psh, they Pandora, changed. Nobody yeah. cares about the little tweaks to the rules. Nobody yeah. cares about that except, well, I care about it. Yeah. Like, I think it's really important because sometimes these little changes actually change everything. Yeah, I actually watched a guy's thing talk about the 4070 year and how that was probably dumbed down a little bit. And I was impressed with some of the things that he came up with in terms of, you know, no one's saying it's not impressive, but let's not pretend it's the same that yeah. Canseco was up against. Uh, and it was, it was great. It was great to hear him come up with some things. And one of them, which I didn't really realize, was – just the straight anticipation of the clock for the base runner where you can start to predict what the pitcher's going to do off of the clock instead of just strictly the pitcher hmm. holding you on first or the first baseman or whatever that is, that the clock could give you anticipation points. And uh, I hadn't really even thought of that. So true, though. You know, I used to be a pitcher, and I, every time I watch the game, I'm usually watching the pitcher a little bit closer than your average fan. Yeah. And you see a pitcher for a couple innings and it's like, yeah, well, mm -hmm. now here comes the break. Yep. 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 There it is. And I see a lot of announcers playing this game now, too, where they're like the color guys like calling. He's like, he's going to throw the heat and oh, he's going to heat away and it comes. It's really interesting to think that the clock has then simplified it that way, where I don't want to be able to. Yeah. I don't want to predict the pitch. No. I want to be surprised. <laughs> I want to see him shake it off. Yeah. I want uh -huh. to see him like go, okay, wait, no, but yes, but then no. 
and then the crowd got loud and now let's just ice this whole thing yeah i want the drum i want that to take time god i really do i don't want to be able to sit there and like well here comes that cutter there you got him again you know or, oh whoa, oh, oh, whoa, he was looking for it that time like it's just a little too predictable now you just brought up another what we lost category which i never thought of and i always really liked it but it's when the camera was showing the pitcher's face and you get maybe three shakeoffs and then the catcher's like all right fuck this and then goes out to the mound <laughs> at which point the crowd can boo whatnot but right like that little thing is baseball mm-hmm. and now instead of going out to the mound you have to think of how many fucking mound visits you have like have you heard about the a's ask me las vegas doesn't want them (laughs) oh but they love john fisher i'm sure the only one who wants this deal done is fisher he's the only guy who wants this deal to be done amazing just amazing do you know why the golden knights worked expansion team Mm -hmm. and they won the fucking cup first year they were there yeah made the playoffs like every other they were good team homegrown brand new thing buy the jersey this is my team you know why the raiders work they only play eight games in las vegas yeah and you know who comes to those games (laughs) la raider fans the visiting team's fans like i go to las vegas go to a game fly home yeah right right go to a football game that worked Right, Raiders worked. Golden Knights worked. Why won't the A's work? Nobody cares about the A's. Oh. Yeah, and it's too many games, too. I mean, think what it does for traffic. It's not the same thing. Yeah. Who's going to show up in in Las Vegas to a Tuesday A's-Royals game? Oh, well, that's a great point. On July 28th, you got to get out of your car. It's not air-conditioned until you get in the building. That might detract some people where I, I can't walk outside for four minutes when it's one twenty. Like, hell no. Who knows? Nobody's really driving around that much in Las Vegas. You know, you fly in, mm. get on the trans, get in. You can get an Uber. I haven't been to Vegas in a while. I used to go a little yeah, bit. But I kind of like hate gambling, but I kind of like partying. So it's like. A, it's a place you just don't want to stay long. Just do it that yeah, way i haven't been in i guess I, I think it's been more than 10 years since i've been to Vegas. Wow. yeah it's been a few for me for sure yeah i think this whole ace thing is gonna fall it's crazy and you know when i talked earlier about suites not seats yeah that's how they're gonna make the new stadium look full right because there's just a few seats <laughs> there's not even that many 18 16 whatever and then there's all these suites where people can like have an experience i'm gonna stay at the Coliseum, and then there'll be a tour for my kids that get to run around the bases in the morning before we go to the ATV range and my husband goes and gamble. Whatever it is that you're doing in Vegas, I mean, it's going to become a hotel destination. It's not even going to be a baseball team. All they want to do is develop the real estate and just make money. They don't care about baseball, dude. It's like the furthest thing from their mind. This is wild. Like this deal in Tampa where the Rays are trying to move to St. Petersburg. Hmm. And the only, I mean, they have a lot of reasons why they want to move, but it's just a giant real estate deal. It's not about the team. It's about developing this plot of land with hotels and restaurants and yada, yada, yada. And and I can tell you right now from firsthand experience, this is a great idea if you want to make money because we went to go see a, a game in Milwaukee. And once the game was over, there was nothing nothing and and you and me and 
in uh, A4. We would have loved to hang out a little bit longer, linger around, like buy some food, get, you know, even get a souvenir. But it was just like, nope, game's no, over. Leave. leave. The freeway's that yeah. way. <laughs> and the stadium's literally surrounded by freeways. It's like, that's it. That's where you are. You're yeah. in your car or you're getting a ride. There's nothing around there. We drove for like 100 miles to go get some food. Yeah. I don't think it was 100. I think it was like 50. <laughs> it was a lot. Yeah. It was a lot. Yeah. But I guess that's the market. Like, hey, I can get in my car and go. We want to serve all these different towns. And they, it's like the equally drive from all of them. Mm-hmm. But they should have developed the whole area. But yeah, they have a slide instead. It's crazy. A's have, uh, you know, one of the original teams. Have a lot of history. Connie Mack. And uh, it's basically they're just being used as a ploy for real estate. That's that's really dirty. I think Las Vegas people want the A's to rebrand themselves. And then I think they'll save the A's for expansion later on, like they've done so many times before. Hmm. You know, Las Vegas team gets whatever the Aces or whatever. <laughs> you know, it's actually not bad. Aces. That's a pretty good name. It's so obvious, but it's pretty good. Yeah. It's Cobras. Well, I've heard a lot of people come up with names like Blackjacks or, you know, you know, other stuff like that. But yeah. I think Ace is pretty good. It's all about Cobras. You know, in Las Vegas, they already have the Aviators. Oh. There is already a baseball team you can go see. Didn't know that. That's the A's minor league team. And like, at what point are people going to be asking themselves, well, what's the difference between this major league team and the minor league team? Mm. Like $10 more for beer. I'll go see the Aviators. It's actually, it's sad. I've read a lot now about Connie Mack and to think that's what it's all become. And I think what probably irritates me as much as anything is they're pretending that history is a big part of baseball. And it's just every single action goes against that. Mm -hmm. But they're happy to keep telling you how important the heroes are. And right now, they don't mean shit. You know what I really, really, really hate more than anything in the world is a new t-shirt that's built like it's supposed to be old. Mm. Mm-hmm. And that's fake history. It's like, oh, history's important. It's like, but we you printed it that way now. Oh, fake history. Your genes came pre-distressed. I got a great example of that. There's nothing cool about somebody else ripping up your genes. <laughs> Sam put a movie on. And she said, oh, I just heard a review of this movie, and it was really good. It's from 82. And I went, oh, okay. What's it called? Uh, da, da, da. Oh, I hadn't heard of it. All right, put it on. She was watching it, but I was like kind of in the same room, but was doing something else. And I could hear the movie start. And I looked over and saw about three seconds of cinematography. And I went, no, this is movie isn't from the 80s. It's a movie taking place in the 80s. Oh, right. And what happened in the movie was it wasn't relying on the plot to be in the 80s. Mm, nostalgia. There was nothing in the movie whatsoever that needed it to be in the 80s. And I realized they seriously just put it in the 80s So for the outfits. Yeah, it's popular. Because yeah. 80s outfits are starting to get back in. It was a story that could have been told in any year. And I'm thinking, well, why didn't they just do it current? And I go, because if they do it current, they have to put in cell phones 
And but instead they can have mm-hmm. big collars and goofy looking hair and everyone seems more funny. And I went, Yeah, that's kind of raping history in a way. It's just I agree. There's a lot of shows that do the nostalgia thing just for the nostalgia. Just thing. for the style, yeah. Because it's popular. Yeah. There's a lot of shows that do a blue green transfer visual effect just because it's popular. Mm. Even though there's no story reason to do it. You're not in the dark woods, you're not in the matrix, just people like it. So they just yeah. do it. It's popular. Yeah. But cell phones changed everything and like almost every book that you've ever read that was written like before 1991 Mm -hmm. even sci-fi authors didn't most of them didn't really foresee the impact of a personal communication like completely ubiquitous personal communication advice right yeah Uh it changed everything because there's so many stories like why don't you just call him (laughs) we don't know where he is text him yeah there's a million stories that all the tension is completely lost if everyone's got a cell phone Oh, yeah, like the final scene in Pulp Fiction. They're in the restaurant. <laughs> they were holding up the restaurant for a half hour. Everyone be cool. This is a robbery. Yeah. <laughs> right. That wouldn't work. Yeah. No. Nah. wouldn't work today. I can't believe Pulp Fiction's that old now that I think of it. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. People had like pagers back then. I had a friend that worked in a cell phone shop, and he gave me his old pager, and then I tried <laughs> to use it a couple times, and it didn't work, and then it just ran out of batteries eventually and i i don't think i ever got a successful page where it was like oh if i didn't have this who knows what would have happened nobody paged you the pages were like a professional tool yeah it wasn't so much for mass appeal. right that was not a it wasn't until facetime that everyone needed a fucking phone changed everything done changed <laughs> Playing a video game now. This is wild. Sometimes these little changes actually change everything. Well, that's no fun. Huge deferments. All right, guys. I want the drum. I want that to take time. Right now, MLB is like, we don't care about the qualities that made us unique. We want a product that we can get to the market in the most profitable way possible. 